Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Match day live extra from Molyneux, where Wolves were beaten by four goals to one by Brighton in the first home game of the new campaign. A first home game for Gary O'Neill as the club's new head coach. His side behind to Akaro Matoma, brilliant run and finish, given far too much space to run through, curled it into the far bottom corner. Wolves should have had goals in the first half. Fabio Silva sent clean through and saw his shot denied by the legs of goalkeeper Jason Steele. Rainate Nouri in on goal, flashed one high and over the top when he should have got Wolves back on level terms. That all led to optimism coming out after half-time, but it was blown away. Estupanan pouncing after Wolves mistakenly allowed Danny Welbeck to run clear through right at the start of the second half. His shot saved. Matoma laid the follow-up into the path of Estupanan, who made no mistake. And then a couple of low crosses saw Solly March get two goals to give Brighton a 4-0 lead. On came He Chan Wang. He got on the end of a corner, headed across goal. There was a VAR check, but Craig Dawson, who had been in front of the goal, goalkeeper was not offside at that time Wolves tried to keep going they had some good opportunities too they hit the crossbar a couple of times but in the end they saw Mateus Nunes sent off late on for a second yellow card when his frustration boiled over and he literally pushed over two Brighton players and was rightfully given that second yellow and will now get a suspension. I'm Mikey Burrows, Lee Naylor and Andy Thompson watched it alongside me. We had such hope and optimism, Tomo, before the game and even at half-time that there wasn't much wrong, but really a mad 10 minutes when Wolves just defensively had so many bad lapses, cost them the game. Yeah, they did. So, uh, conceded that uh, bad goal to Brighton in that first half, so Matoma. 
um, which wasn't great. He was able to run past about three or four players and, and then he ended up finishing off. Now Wolves had a couple of chances in that first half, Silver and Aitnuri, and we didn't we didn't take them. And it just shows you that it comes back to haunt you a little bit when you, you don't take your opportunities. Um, to put yourself in front of, or get on level terms. But it was the way they come out in the second half. They were switched off. They scored after about 60 seconds. I think it was Brighton. People in the wrong position, not switched on. Easy to cut through. And that first nine, ten minutes from Brighton was scary. And, and, but bad defending by Wolves, unfortunately. And you can't do it in this Premier League. There's quality players. Brighton are one of them. We said that before the game. But... They'll be disappointed. They'll be disappointed. And then to lose Matthias uh, through being silly by pushing players out. I don't understand what he thinks he's, he's doing to, to get the sending off. But he's left, he's left the referee no choice. Lee Nader, you said in commentary that whilst the defensively Wolves were poor in that 10-minute period, what really cost them was missing their own chances. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, said, I said during commentary that it, it just takes the pressure off your back four. I mean, playing against Brighton's hard at the best of times. Um, so, you know, when you've got chances to score, clear cut as well. These are not just, you know, half chances. These are clear cut chances. Um, you have to take them. I mean, it, it, too big of, too big of a, uh, an opportunity, um, those chances in the first half, to get, us on, to get us on even level terms and even for us to go ahead. Um, I just think, you know, when you're playing against Brighton, you have to take them because you're not going to get many. Well, yeah, you're playing against anybody, you have to take them. And and there, it's not a new thing, is it? We've talked about this a while, but there was a moment towards the end of the game when He Chan Wang, who I think did really well when he came on, got the goal, he got walls moving, he went on a good run in the box, he pulled it back, and Ray Nuri is on his right foot, OK, it's his weaker foot, but he's 10 yards out, Tomo, central of goal, really, and he tried to take a touch to get it back onto his left foot. And that obviously allowed Brighton, who defended really well, to their credit, the chance to get there and get the ball clear. And it, it comes down to an element of... Look, we talk about they can do finishing practice in training and do all that sorts of things. In the heat of a moment, in a game, are they just continually picking the wrong option? Yeah, they are. Decision-making is not great uh, from Wolves in that top third. I'm, and I'm talking about passing, crossing, shooting, whatever it is. Our decision-making in that top third is, is not great. And that's the area where you, you've got to be crucially... Well, you've got to be a finisher. You've got to be able to finish things. You've got to be able to kill teams off. We just haven't got that. And and it's not just, I know it's the beginning of the season, but we had the same problem that last season, the season before. We're just not instinctive in front of goal. And and we should be. I, I don't understand what he's trying to do. Just hit the ball. There's bodies in there. There's you, you what, 10 yards out from the goal, if that. Just hit it. But we're very reluctant to try and smash the ball into the net we try and pick a spot we try and place it we want too many touches and you're not going to get away with it in this league and the only way that we're going to start scoring goals is if people start to take risks and gamble on uh, the ball coming in or whatever it is just by just having a go and and we just don't do it enough for me we just don't seem to have that knack in front of goal to pick that right decision to put it in 
Fabio Silva came into the starting lineup, Lee Naylor, for Pablo Sarabia. Um, most fans, I think, wanted to see that happen. With the benefit of hindsight, and uh, I admit hindsight is an amazing thing, when you play against a team like Brighton, who press in the way they do and put you into a trap in the way they do, was that, in hindsight, a slight mistake to, to not have the option to have that extra player to pick up in the pocket? Because there's a few times where Wolves then didn't really know where they were going. No, because I'll tell you why. Because he's a willing runner and he's powerful and he's fast. So on the flip side of it, uh, you've got to think you're at home You've got to do the pressing. You've got to do that running. You can't be silly with it, which I thought we were in the first five or ten minutes. I'm not going to lie. This is Brighton, by the way, who are probably the best at doing that. Uh, you know, you've got the likes of Pep, you know, praising them for what they do on passing out. Like, they're unreal at it. So you've got to give them respect. But at the same time, you've got willing runners, which I, I would have done myself. You know, I, I would have put those on there. Um, at the end of the day... I said this in a in a on a podcast with you a couple of weeks ago where he's got to have a run of games. He has to. Yeah, you, you have to give him a run of games. It's no good putting him in for one and then taking him out for two, then putting him in for two, taking him out for three. It's no good. It's no good for a, for a striker. A striker need needs consistency. Any player needs consistency. So for me, I'd give him a run of games. Then you can properly judge him as a player like I said 10 5 to 10 games you have to give him 5 to 10 games starting every week week in week out I don't mind that but you know we're playing against Brighton who are top class of playing out from the back for his own confidence though to have not taken that chance when he was clean through there wasn't a defender that close to him it's the old adage and look I've not been there so I ask you to because you have the, 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 the cliche is you have too much time to think about it. Is that a real thing? For, th for some. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is for some because everything just runs through the mind rather than you look at all the top strikers. It comes to them, they know exactly what they're doing with it straight away. They know what to do. They're instinctive around that goal. When people sometimes get in front of it and that takes it away, that instinctive goalkeeper, uh, goal scorer, is once again in there, everything's going in. And it's been able to process it and picking the, the correct one, and, and at the minute, Salok, he's just he, he's just picking the wrong one all the time, and Salok, he, and he's not. That's the reason why he's not scoring. He's got to score that. He's got to. If you're through that, they were clinical. It'd be interesting to see how many actual attempts that Brighton had. But I think initially, I think they didn't have that many before the four goals had gone in. I think they probably had about five or six, probably with that. It's just a dangerous area yeah, to get it into. Is, and, it is, and but like. They shouldn't be in the cross from there, they, but they know where the goal is. It just comes to them, and it's straight in. Goal in there, pass it into the net, put it there. If it comes to them first time, straight into the net. There's no touches on the ball. There's no control in it in the six-yard box. It's just come straight to them, and they finish it. And that's what the difference... They've got to try and instil this into their team, uh, Gary O'Neill. He's got to try and get it into his team. That If the ball comes to him, and I know it's different from training to the matches... You've got to be just striking that ball. You've just got to be hitting it. Uh, and as you two mentioned about Bully, the ball coming, he never thought about anything. He, all he does, the ball's coming to me. I'm hitting it. That's 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 what I'm doing with it. Uh, and the majority of the time it went in. And that just and comes he weren't from, bad at scoring goals. No, nah, he wasn't bad, was he? So, like, he's, he scored goals for a reason because it, if it come to him, there was only one place it was going to go. Because I'm going to make this point to you. 
Um, look, you know I love stats and I, I look at these things. The one stat that I'm never entirely convinced by is XG, right? Expected goals. Expected goals. However, I'll make this point to you. Last season, there were only two games where Wolves had an XG above two. So they were expected to score two or more in only two games. And they were the Leicester defeat at home where we conceded four. <laughs> and and they were the Liverpool game at home where we where we battered them. So you know where you can Both games this season <laughs> both games this season, Wolves XG has been above two. Which says to me there is progress in terms of how likely we are looking to score, but still if we're expected to score twice in both those games and we only scored one across the two, where's the where's the worry? What do they do? Because they're clearly creating chances. But if you're creating chances and not taking them I don't know where you where you now go because it's not like you can just go back to training and keep doing it because you, you're doing it. You're creating chances. It's not. That, I think we have created chances in the past. That's not been like the massive problem. Putting the ball in the back of net is the massive problem. Like <laughs> the Man United game, put the ball in the back of the net. You got 23 chances. <laughs> 23 shots. Obviously not all on goal, but you had 23 shots. Like, come on. I take you back, Tomo, to the first three games under Bruno Large. Wolves needed, what was it, 60-odd-something shots before we got the first one in the Premier League, which yeah. was that win away at Watford. Um, uh, um, you know, we only lost those games 1-0. Today, there's been a real defensive lapse that's cost them. That's what, sorry, Tomo, that's, that's what I was saying about taking the pressure off off your defence you, you, you keep losing games 1-0 1-0 1-0 you go and score one of those chances it changes everything the whole back four's frame of mind the keeper's frame of mind your midfielder's frame of mind your midfielders start pushing on 5 or 10 yards your defenders start pushing on 5 or 10 yards you're in amongst the game the, the, there's a massive difference for scoring a goal yeah and also as well the confidence throughout the team that it, it breeds as well but goals goal gear confidence no doubt about it if you score it relieves everybody over the pitch, and so like, and and at the minute, so like, we've got pressure on our back line and our defenders. You've got to keep people out because we're not scoring. Okay, is the worry then not necessarily that we're not taking the chances? The one thing I would ask you about, as both as defenders, conceding three goals in such quick succession, yeah, completely took them out of the game. You can you can understand conceding one. But when it went bang, 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 it's tough. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. But the, the timing of the goal. But the is pick, tough. yeah, the time. Well, like they say, they scored three goals in just was it just under ten minutes. <laughs> you've you've got to get yourself settled in that first half. In that second half, you come out because they did all right in the first half. So there was at least competing with Brighton, and there was creating opportunities. There was some decent play as well. But to come out, and you go five ten minutes, keep things tight. Don't be silly. Don't run about. Make sure. One ball straight up the middle, it was. One ball straight up the middle, conceded, 60 seconds. And that's become... And you've got experienced players there. You've got Dawson and Kilman now who's, who's picking up games as well. But you can't be doing it. You've, you've got to make sure full-backs in, two centre-halves are there, no gaps, no nobody can run through there. Centre-midfield players, make sure they're in. Wingers just tuck in a little bit, but force them out wide. We don't want them coming through the middle of us. There was none of that in the second half, in the first... 10 minutes or so but just everything just opened up uh, and Brighton who were very good at it pick passes pick passes runners third man going pit in there 
simple cross across the the box. You can't afford to do it. You can't afford to just let people just pick holes in your defence. You make it difficult for teams, and and they give basically Brighton everything in that first ten minutes that he was going to be comfortable from there. And they strolled around the game. They controlled everything. And it, yes, and we talked before the game that Brighton are a very good team, and they've had Wolves number in the last couple of matches and you kind of you can almost kind of go right take them out of it Manchester United you know spent all that money good squad they punished Wolves when Wolves didn't take the chances they get away Everton feels like a different aspect because it's an Everton team that will be expected to be in there maybe in and around with Wolves and Wolves got them got the four points from them last year they got the win away at Goodison is there extra pressure on this game now because they need to get something on the board don't they yeah, well you, you'd think so but just because of the manner we lost this one those, those that second half performance it, it, it's not good enough that's not good enough um, so you take credit from and you take praise and positive um, readings from the first half if I was a manager I'm taking that into my team talk I'm taking I'm ta I'm putting that in, in, in how I talk all the way through the week on how we went about things good in that first half. I'd, put, I'd probably just leave the second half alone, if I'm, if I'm honest with you. I wouldn't even touch it. Um, well, I, don't, I, don't, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be... Look, apart from you just mentioned a few things, but you don't want to be picking out and <laughs> killing your team yeah, off no. at the end of the day. Because the first half, I thought they did compete with them in the end. OK, they give away a silly goal through uh, bad defending but apart from that I thought that they did alright in the first half at least they give some kind of threat yeah. created two good chances but apart from showing you the goals and where we went wrong with it I wouldn't nitpick the, centre, the second half because that could demoralise a lot of people after watching some of that but I don't know what it is it's just like simple passing simple control just let them down at vital uh, moments throughout the game and They've got to try and get deal with that. They've got to try and handle that. And I know it comes from pressure. And I know it comes from playing in front of uh, a full house. And But you've got to deal with it. You've got to be able to deal with it and, and to make sure that those mistakes are limited to what they're actually doing. Because you can't just keep making mistakes like that. Because, OK, Brighton are a very good side, but there's also a lot of very good sides in the division. Uh, and you've got to get rid of that quicker rather than later. Mateus Nunes, uh, you've both spoken. He got a yellow card in the first half and then um, he, he'd had a talking to, didn't he? Because he, he got involved in a bit of nonsense uh, in, the, in the first half with Billy Gilmore oh, yeah. and got a warning. And then clearly lost his head at the end, pushed over two Brighton players and got a yellow card that I don't think anyone will ever argue about to see the second yellow and to go off the pitch. The question I'm going to ask you both is what do they do now in terms of replacing him? Because he's been playing in this kind of wide midfield role, in this kind of hybrid 4-3-3, 4-4-2, 4-4-1-1, whatever you want to call it. Do they go with a middle midfielder in terms of someone like Joe Hodge or Bubakar Traore? Or do they go with someone like He Chan Wang or Pablo Sarabia to kind of fill in and be a, a more orthodox 4-4-2? I think you've got to go He Chan Wang and I think he's the player that you, you, you look at if you're looking at all those players you've just mentioned, he's the one that stands out for me. Uh, he come on today and he made it. He made a bit of a difference. 
Uh, he injected a bit of life into us. Uh, he went and got the goal. Um, yeah, it's tough. I think, it, you know, he, he let himself down. He let his teammates down. Um, because we haven't got a, a massive squad to choose, you know, top players from. Um, so it's, it, it, you know, he's, he's let himself down and, and, and his teammates down. Yeah, so I think we all get frustrated when we're playing and, and you get frustrated with the way that the results go in, the, the game's going. But uh, <laughs> he's cost his team now. OK, it didn't really, for me, it didn't really matter in that last three or four minutes when he's got sent off. It's for the games now. And, and he did himself no favours clapping the referee as he's going off. Um, so he could be in a little bit more trouble than, than he was just getting the, the two yellows. So that'll be the thing. But Who would you put in for him? Wang, Sarabia? Wang, I'd put Wang in. So like, at the end of the day, it was, it was good to see when he come on. He looked lively. He looked like he was the one who was going to... Because he got the goal um, on it as well. So it was, it was good. Look, we, we said before the season started that we thought it was going to be a big year for Wang. Um, he's got an opportunity now with the suspension coming from Matthias that he's got, to, he's got to take it with both hands he's got to go out there and make sure that he makes it as difficult as he can to think about Matthias coming in I'm sure he will come back into the side but I just think that's a bit silly from him and a bit naivety thinking that the referee ain't going to send him off for the two yellow cards because the referee was hot on the, the yellow cards today but yeah it's going to cost us a little bit isn't it so He Chan Wang got himself a goal uh, in a podcast that no one's heard because of obvious reasons. It didn't, it didn't <laughs> ever get thrown out. Uh, one of the three of us made an outlandish claim that um, he may be a person to get double figures. Uh, we won't say who it was. Well, he's our leading goal scorer now already, mate. He is, yeah. <laughs> he's one down, nine to go. Um, thank you both for your company. It's been a pleasure. As ever. Um, enjoy your honeymoon, mate. Uh, yes, I will not be there at Everton. Uh, that seems perfectly timed, even more so now. <laughs> um, we will see. We will see what happens. Tomo will still be there. There will still be coverage, as ever, uh, from Wolves TV. But um, from Lee Naylor, from Andy Thompson, and myself, Mikey Burrows, uh, we will see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.